0: a new episode of the truth or death podcast starts now
1: hello listeners and welcome back to gg and Sanji. i'm in wonderful amazing company today it's amanda she goes by she her pronouns and she's a variety streamer which is awesome and we're going to talk a lot more about that she's also a libra and you can find her on the Mandy Wren Gaming on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Welcome to the show. Hello.
1: I'm excited to have you here today because we're going to talk a lot about stuff that I also really enjoy, which is gaming. But first of all, you can introduce yourself to the listeners and just tell us a bit about yourself and
0: what you do. Okay. Um. So I'm Amanda. Basically, I kind of go by a content creator on the Mandy Wren Gaming page. I've not been around for a whole heck of a lot. I only started at the beginning of February. Um, Our growth has been pretty darn good considering how new we are. I'd, I'd say it's mostly because of some of the really amazing connections that we've made um with other streamers and stuff like the community is very tight-knit and everybody's super supportive um so I've been really lucky in that sense I know that some people aren't always that lucky we made it into the level up program quite quickly which is basically it basically means once you've made it into that program it means that you are officially monetized and are now able to make money in what's known as Facebook stars so a lot of people um but unfortunately, it takes a lot of people a long time sometimes to to get into that program, and uh, somehow we were able to make it in literally the minimum amount of time that it takes to get into the level up program. So that was a really big accomplishment for uh, for me. So I was I was super proud of that. But to be honest, I I really don't think I could have made it that far that quickly without the support of the the basically like the tight knit group of streamers that I've kind of become a part of.
1: Wow, that that sounds amazing. Um, like, because I like my most recent like, or like my streaming experience or like the YouTubers I followed. Yeah, it was always YouTube. And then it moved kind of to Twitch when that became a thing. So it's also really cool to hear that site from Facebook. And to just um, get that inside look. And also congratulations, like that's amazing. Um, and you totally deserve it to, to go these ways, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Right. We're going to move on to a couple of questions that I've prepared, um, and I want to take a look back first. Like when it comes to gaming, what was your first memory?
0: Um, I would say probably because my grandmother had a Super Nintendo that I'm, I'm pretty sure she, knowing her, she probably found it in some garage sale or something. Um, I think it would probably be playing Super Mario, or there was this really good game that I that I particularly loved. It's not overly well known, I think, because it required the Super Scope for the Nintendo, um, and it's a game called Battle Clash, and it was basically you played as a mecha. And you had to fight other mechas. And so you had to, like, basically mount the super scope onto your shoulder and basically just blast at the television. And I thought that that was, like, it was was playing that game that I was like, this is incredible. Like, I just, it, it kind of brought it to, like, a whole new level for me. And it was just, I don't know, like, at the time, like, video games were so, it was either, like, you had the portable kind of, like, Game Boy or you were playing a console on the television, but to have something be that interactive, like, you weren't just holding a controller anymore at that point. Like, you were holding, like, this big kind of, like, unwieldy, like, gun, like, this scope and stuff. And I loved, like, the little story where it was, like, you had, like, all of the content, like, talking to these other mechas and, like, being all, like, you're evil and I'm going to take you down. Like, that that sort of thing. I don't know. Like, it was just it was really interesting to me as a kid and I remember thinking like that this was like kind of the start of something big for me like that was when I realized like oh my god like I really love this like I love video games and it just kind of just kept going that way for me really.
1: Yeah that's amazing like um to hear stuff like Super Nintendo um because I think my first like like hand console wise it was definitely like the very first Game Boy that I had and then yeah. the other thing was the PlayStation one, which oh, at yeah. that time was a big thing. Um like I didn't have it if my friend had it, but like obviously when I was at my friend's place, we played PlayStation. And um it were these first games. I think the most memorable ones were for me Spyro and um Crash oh, Bandicoot, yeah. like the very old ones. Yeah. Um that was just epic and I just love hearing this nostalgia because some people don't know these consoles and how magical
0: they were. (laughs) It really was like the beginning of something incredible. Like I know obviously there was more like there was like the actual Nintendo Entertainment System before the Super Nintendo because obviously I I was born in 91 so there's still so much that I missed out on but for me like that was that was the start of something amazing and now it's like playing playing games now like i don't have any of the newer new consoles that have just come out but even just on PlayStation 4 like sometimes i'll sit there and and be like looking just at the graphics and just the the incredible like diverse and like just immersive storylines and i think to myself like oh my god if if young me like sitting in front of a Nintendo could see this right now she'd crap her pants she'd be yeah. like what like what is this like this is insane yeah absolutely like the the
1: if you just think about it like the evolution of where we are right now and that's in a span of like 20 20 plus years or like 30 years that like that's so insane to think about to how far we have come with the technology of gaming and stuff it, which is incredible is. And thank you so much for uh, sharing that with
0: us. Um, When did you come up with the idea of doing streaming or like gaming online? Um, So basically, I actually, I started out on YouTube for a bit and I wasn't doing any live streaming at all. What I was doing instead was I was doing pre-records Um, so, and so I, it was just me playing the game, just my voice, no video, like no going live, nothing like that. It was basically just me playing the game and just giving commentary. And, and basically how that started was, um, basically my favorite game, The Legend of Dragoon was coming up to its 20 year anniversary. And I knew that I definitely, definitely wanted to do a replay, so, it had gotten to a point as well where I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? Like, I keep replaying, like, a lot of old games, which is great, like, for, for the sake of nostalgia and everything. But my game backlog was getting massive. So, I thought to myself, you know what? Like, Legend of Dragoon's coming up on its 20th anniversary. I know I'm going to replay that game. That there's no, there's no getting around that. I know that I'm going to replay it because I have to. Because if I don't, I'm going to die a little bit inside. So, I'll do that. But also, maybe if I start streaming, I can start holding myself a little bit more accountable with, like, trying to get through my backlog. Because if I start a game while streaming, if people watch that, they're going to expect me to post the next video and the next video and the next video. So maybe that'll keep me a little bit more accountable. I'll actually start getting through my backlog. Um, I don't know if you necessarily knew this about me, but I suffer from ADHD. So because of that, I find that, especially when it comes to my executive dysfunction, um, I fall a lot into kind of old, like like old techniques of trying to like keep my mood up. So basically instead of trying to wade through something that I'm not sure is going to give me some sort of an enjoyment, I fall into like old habits. So it's like, well, I know for sure that this is going to make me feel happy for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. So I end up doing that. So unfortunately when it comes to like new hobbies and stuff, I'll I'll decide one day, oh, I'm going to learn how to sew. I'm going to learn how to knit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But with this hobby, I have found that because there's an accountability beyond myself, I've been able to actually like delve into it more and actually like do something with it instead of deciding, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then looking into a closet like six months later and going, hey, this is all the stuff for that random hobby I decided that I was going to do. And I never did it. So basically when I had started doing that, I've not stopped since, which is fantastic, because again, it's just that that outside accountability that really makes me feel like I need to kind of keep up with it. So I started out, like I said, just with Legend of Dragoon, and I was posting the videos, and oddly enough, like, the first video got to about 100 views super quickly, which was beyond it for me. Like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but to me, that was like, holy crap, I cannot believe that a hundred people wanted to watch me, this nobody play Legend of Dragoon. So I continued on doing it and I became a part of this little group of um, people on Facebook. Uh, just people that are big fans of the legend of dragoon cuz it's kind of like i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call it a hidden gem but because of the popularity of the final fantasy series it what didn't quite make it to the forefront in the same way as games like final fantasy 7 8 and 9 around that time had had uh, had done so when i was in that group i ended up finding out about a live streamer called uh, well, his name is Daniel, but uh, his page is Crazy Clay Gaming, and he was playing the Legend of Dragoon, and he was doing live streaming. So I ended up becoming very close um, with him and some of the other streamers that were part, like part of his community. And I became so close to this community that he ended up approaching me and asking me if I would like to be a moderator. So that was like intense for me. Like I absolutely couldn't believe it. Now I've become so close. With them, that I'm a moderator on two of his pages. He has a Castlevaniax page as well, where it's all Castlevania, and um, he's introduced me to so many incredible people. And it got to a point where they were like, "Hey, why don't you live stream?" And I said, "Well, I don't really like. I don't know. Like, I don't even. I don't even use video on on like on my pre records. Like, I really just. I don't know if I." if i could hack it like i don't think i've got the confidence for that and so it took a lot of convincing on their part of them being like like no like you've you've got a good voice you're a good gamer like you could you could do really well with this like we think that you would get more viewers if you did it live like some people prefer live over pre-records and i said like okay like maybe i'll experiment so for the next game that i play and do a pre-record for, I'll put video on it too, just to kind of dip my toes in, so I finished Legend of Dragoon, I started on Dark Cloud, and I started using video, and I started to become a little bit more confident, and then eventually, I just decided, that's it, like, like, let's just try, let's just try it, so I made my Facebook streaming one because I knew because of um, all the people that I'd met, all the streamers that I met were mostly on Facebook, I knew that I would have more of a backing like more support um, and a bigger community if I did Facebook. So I've kept the YouTube and I still put like pre-records on there so I'll record my live streams and I'll kind of post them on there just to kind of keep the people that are just on YouTube to kind of keep up with them. But i grew like substantially within just the first couple of days of making that page and i couldn't believe how quickly it had happened like it was absolutely ridiculous like i was just astounded with all of the love and support that i got and and they were completely right like it was just like all of the guys and um and girls from that community they really reached out and they would come into my streams and like like them and share them. I was getting so many likes and shares that people that I didn't even know were starting to come in. So it wasn't just friends and family anymore. Um, and it was just like I'm still like I said, I'm still quite new to the gaming community. But just all of the love and support that I've received so quickly just because I basically I started making friends before I started streaming is just incredible and i can't tell you how many times that i've kind of shut down a stream and said like okay like thank you so much for all the love and support and i've had people like daniel or like adam or like nick like coming into the stream and basically just saying like you get the support that you've been giving us
1: that's so cute and so sweet (laughs) and honestly like like everything you just told me like it sounds so healthy as well like it to have that kind of community and bonding with people is just so nice to hear because I feel like, especially um, coming from a background, like I've never like been a streamer myself, but I knew a few people and um, also female friends um, who jumped in the gaming scene uh, like back, 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 like a couple of years back and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it was also this big debate of like, you know, female streamers and stuff like that. Yeah. And to hear that, that you get that support is so amazing. Cause like, yeah, please keep like, if you still think that women shouldn't play games, you're wrong here. Yeah, <laughs> Like exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that's amazing that you have that kind of love and support and like, yeah, it sounds so healthy as well. And what, what the guy said, you totally deserve that. You know, like you give what you get, uh, otherwise you give what you get, you get what you give, you get what you give. <laughs> exactly Exactly. so absolutely amazing
0: to hear that what's your favorite thing about streaming i would say so far it's just the social aspect of it like even when i was younger like before streaming was really a thing I still, like, I loved watching my friends play games, or them, like, watching me play games. Like, we would take turns, like, in particular, um, a couple of my friends come to mind, like, um, my friend Steve, he would play, like, Morrowind in front of me, and even just, like, sometimes I would be sitting around, like, on my Game Boy as well, but I would just, I would watch him play, and it's like, streaming, before streaming was a thing, really, like, you would just sit and watch your friends play games, and it was the same thing a friend of mine, Ben, used to play the, um, well, not used to he still plays them as well. Uh the Resident Evil games, because I'm personally speaking, I love horror, but I'm too scared of horror to play horror. So I used to just watch him play and it was almost like just watching a scary movie. And um <laughs> so it was just it was nice like that social aspect where it was like even though it was one player games, like just these single player games, it it was still it still felt like a social act. So Streaming now, and especially with everybody being on lockdown and everything, it still feels like that social act where it's like, I love to watch streamers. Um, Like I said, like, I'll I'll go and watch, like, Daniel um, at Crazy Clay or at Castlevaniacs or I'll watch, like, Adam at Server Life. Like, but it's just when people come to watch me as well, like, it's nice to just have people around chatting if if you get me like it just it feels almost like it did back then when i would just sit in a room with some of my friends and we would play games together even if it was just a single player game and just meeting new people like in my stream we've got a couple of regulars in there already and in particular some um, Paul comes to mind he's from Australia and when I'm streaming it's usually the next morning for him so sometimes he'll come in and he'll catch me just before work or sometimes he'll have the stream on at work and he'll just chat with like myself and Alex like even like Alex has a rapport with him now because he'll, he'll be in the chat as well because Alex is of course one of my mom moderators and um him and paul have quite like a funny little rapport going on like paul calls him nana and stuff it's 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 really funny but it's just just meeting these new people and having it be video games that has brought us together like i don't know it's just it's really wholesome and i just i'm really enjoying the friendships and the social aspect of all of it to be honest
1: yeah, that sounds really amazing. And like from, from what I can say when it comes to interacting with like people in your own community, like whether it's like you're an artist or a streamer or whatever, it's just so nice. Like at the end of the day, we know that we wouldn't be here in a certain extent or like we couldn't do it if it wasn't for the community as well. So it's just so nice to have these connections. And as you said, like especially doing lockdown and stuff too, it's almost like, it's a nice way to transform like what we usually would do with like, you know, going to conventions or like going to uh, like just hanging out with people and like meeting people. This is now happening online. And it's so nice to see that it comes with a healthy and nice environment as
0: well. Exactly. Yeah. Is there anything that you find difficult about streaming? Um I would say for me personally, um, it's gonna like there's a couple of things, but I would say for me personally, um, even just setting up, because at the moment, like I'm, I'm a I'm a mom, I'm a stay at home mom as well, so I can't keep my streaming gear like all set up throughout the day, so I have to set it all up at the beginning every single time, so that's kind of like just a little thing, and then I would say, and. It's funny to say this as well, speaking as someone that's not, not had as much growth as others. Because obviously there's people out there that are like Facebook partner now that have tens of thousands and sometimes millions of followers. But when I started growing, and especially once I joined the Level Up program, I did start getting messages here and there of people saying things like, oh, like, do you, like... Can can I like um, advertise with you, or uh, can I can I draw pictures for you and stuff? Like, so I a friend of mine is actually my artist. She's the one that did the 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 picture for Mandy Run Gaming. She she did that all herself. So under no circumstances would I be going to anybody else for any of my animations anyway. But it's just weird that I'm still such a small streamer and i have people like there's there's been people coming to me saying like oh like can i advertise with you for this or can you tell people to go to my stream or can you tell people to do this and i'm kind of like i appreciate your vote of confidence that you think that i'm that i'm big enough to potentially like get you out there but i don't think you realize what a small streamer i still am like i i guess i'll take that as a compliment but also no thank you (laughs) it's 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 like I like I guess like I take it as a compliment a bit that you that you think that I'm good enough to to poke at and try to like get something out of but it's like no I'm really not and also no thanks (laughs) yeah
1: I, I I can totally understand that like sometimes it's also so surreal when like you have that growth that you didn't see coming before and then how to handle all of that and yeah to just have that balance of like is this happening is this reality
0: like what's going yeah. on right now <laughs> i can't even imagine how like with um with like i said with my friend daniel his castlevania stream only started in december and he's already been approached to to go for partner So basically, he has to, he has to like do all of, um, jump through all of these hoops to, to basically get to partner, but not anybody gets invited. So it's like, it's a pretty exclusive club. So the fact that that that's happened, and he, he has told me as well that like, obviously, like people have approached him afterwards, like about it. And it's just so. For, for someone as small as me to have been approached, I can't even imagine what people like him and people that are already partner, like, that have, like, these massive followings and stuff, I can't even imagine what kind of, like, annoying messages, like, they they get and stuff. Like, it's, like, like for me, it's just peanuts. Like, it's just, it's, it's super, I'm super small time, so I can't even imagine, like, how often people like him and, and others are approached. But yeah, it's just it, it was very surreal for me. I was like, I'm gonna take this as a compliment. But also, yeah, no, no thank you.
1: <laughs> T- that's totally fair. That's totally understanding. What's something you want to tell other gamers and streamers out there, especially female gamers?
0: Um, I would basically say, in particular for streamers, I would say play what you love, not what you think is going to get views because people are going to be able to tell that the game that you're playing isn't something that's actually enjoyable for you. Like, I find that sometimes people just really want to go out there and make it big. And that's fair. Like, we we all, we all have dreams and we all just want to make them come true like, as well as we can. But I feel like sometimes people want to make those dreams come true as fast as they can and they don't really think too much about about basically, like, the the work that it takes to get there, and especially, like, like finding a community and supporting other people, like, just expecting that support without actually giving it to anybody. But I would say as well, like, you can just tell when you're watching somebody that's playing a game that they think is going to get them views, but they're not actually enjoying it. And it's just, if gaming turns into just a job for you, like, it's one thing, like, for streamers that are absolutely massive, like, these are the people that are paying their bills with it, they are, like, paying for their entire lifestyle with it. Then at that point, then, yeah, it is a job. I understand kind of sometimes doing things just for the fans, but for streamers that are kind of just, like, in the Level Up program and they're mostly doing it as a hobby for fun and for some of the people that are trying to make a bit of money on the side, just play what you love because if you don't play what you love, you're going to have a shitty time. And then and then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, nobody just watches a show that they hate or reads a book that they hate it's just with with a piece of art with like things like video games and and just all all of those different like bits of art like what is the point in kind of consuming something that gives you no pleasure whatsoever like always do it because you want to not because you feel like you have to and for the female streamers out there i would say just Obviously the same, the same thing, just like play what you love, but also try not to take the trolls too seriously because I mean, thankfully for me, I've only gotten like one or two. Like I had someone ask me to twerk on stream for money and I was like, that's a hard no thanks, but okay. (laughs) Um, But I would, I would mostly just say that, yeah, they, they suck. And um I've seen I've seen trolls in like streams for for men as well. Like I've seen Daniel get some some trolls and stuff, people telling him how to play games that he's been playing for like God knows how long, saying, like, no, you're doing that wrong, or no, you're doing this wrong, or you have to do this, and he's like, uh, thanks. But like, I've already done a friggin' no-death run on this game. So like, i think I'm all right. <laughs> so just basically just remember that you're there to have fun and don't be afraid to hit the block button if somebody's annoying the crap out of you really and just just remember that they 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 mostly just want to get a reaction out of you and the less you react the more annoyed that they'll get and they'll probably just move on and it sucks that it's something that people that that people have to deal with and particularly female streamers but The fact of the matter is the internet's all about anonymity isn't it so unfortunately there's not really much that any of us can do about it just keep doing what you're doing and make sure that what you're doing is what you love and then it's just it's all good isn't it
1: thank you so much for sharing this like i can like mike dropped to this because i can 100% agree when it comes to like doing what you love because listen i'm i'm still like growing with my arts and what i do and stuff or like with this podcast alone and i'm not sitting here and doing this podcast because someone told me so in the sense of like oh this will bring you like i don't know how many streams or how many this this is because i want to give people a chance to talk and like have a voice and it's passion of mine so whatever you do like do that because it's your drive it's your passion it's your energy and um you will attract that kind of like community environment that loves and sees that so exactly. um do exactly that and um yeah the block button is a big thing which i agree to as well because um there's sometimes like if it if it's about like honest criticism and a sense of like you know I would give you this advice or I would do this or I would do that then you can have like normal conversations but if it's someone that is literally just there to provoke the shit out of you and just like oh this shit because of that or um, literally insults you without knowing anything then just yeah. like ignore them and block them because it's a waste of energy and like you don't want that like exactly the energy needs to be put into the art that you do and whether that's like streaming or a book or whatever it is just put it there and then move on. So thank you for sharing this.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: What's your favorite type of game and why?
0: So, I would say like and this is this is probably like this is very ongoing. I'd say that over most of my life, my favorite games have always ended up being either JRPGs or RPGs. I would just say it's mostly because I love the immersiveness of the stories like I'm I'm a lore lover through and through. Like, I read the codex entries. Like, I go searching for every single little thing. Like, my my big thing is I hate when I'm going through a dungeon or whatever, and I go the right way first. I always want to go the wrong way first because I don't like to backtrack. Like, I want to explore everything And get to, like, the final door as, like, literally the final door. I want to know that I've delved through everything. And it's just for games like, in particular, um, I know that we are going to talk about it eventually, but with Dragon Age. Dragon Age is a massive one for me, where it's like, I love that the actions that you take and the decisions that you make control the world around you. And that sort of game is what really really truly to me is my bread and butter because I like knowing that I've had an effect on the game and it's like you you have so many choices as to like what race you are like and then based on the race like how you're treated like whether you're an elf or a dwarf or a Kunari or a human and and just basically like choosing to be a dick or choosing to be like a really nice person or choosing to be like that little something kind of in between like I like how in games those games afterwards the way that you treated people sometimes really comes off because sometimes as a new character you'll come across someone that you affected as one of those old characters and they can talk about you like you were the biggest piece of crap they ever met or like they truly lost and miss a good friend and i i think that games like that really get to me as well, because to be honest, in games like that, those are the ones that I connect to emotionally as well. Like, there's to be honest, I'm a big sap anyway, so I can pretty much connect emotionally to just about any game. Like, I can think of puzzle games that I've cried during because the, the story was just so good like Professor Layton in the Curious Village I replayed that for god the fifth time and I had finished it like last month or so and just at the at the end of the game I just ended up tearing up because I, I don't, obviously don't want to spoil it for anybody that's played it but it's just it's such a heart wrenching story and I don't know it just it got to me yet again and I was like oh my god this is like the bajillionth time I've played this game why am I crying right now But anything, really, anything with a really good story that draws me in, that makes me feel an emotional attachment to the characters and to the story, at that point, you've got my interest. And for me, most of those games have been RPGs, but I I have experienced that with other games. But I would have to say, like, if I had to choose a favorite genre, it's got to be RPGs, hands down, absolutely.
1: Absolute great choice, absolute great choice. Because I relate to that a lot. Like I think my top genres are a horror and b. I would always say like storyteller like games oh, in a sense yeah, of like, like the ones, yeah, yeah, and like where you kind of have to make own choices as well and stuff. Like that always gets me the most when you kind of as player has literally the choice that has consequences depending on what you do in the game, yeah. like. Oh, that has like, whether it's like something like Detroit Become Human or Witcher, or like, I haven't played Dragon Age yet, but I've heard a lot of things about it. And like that you have also like, all these kinds of choices and what you do and stuff. And um, it's just always, it just it tangles you up so much like you're just there and you're like oh my god I really fucked this
0: up or, oh my god this character's dead because of me yes exactly <laughs> and that that's the kind of stuff that just hits you so hard especially when you know like oh my god like what if I'd done something else and yeah and it didn't end up this way and yeah it just it really gets to you
1: yeah absolutely so absolutely great choice and yeah I mean for me horror it's because it's also one of my favorite movie genres but what I can say is like once I played a horror game, I need like a month break because my heart rate just can't go. <laughs> oh my
0: <thank> God, yes. <laughs> Even just watching horror games, it's just, it, it like, my b- blood pressure just like goes through the absolute roof. Like, I do want to start getting more into the horror genre because it's not, I haven't not gotten into it because I don't like it or because I don't think I'd like it. My problem is that I know that I would like it, but I am an absolute. Powered. Like, I would have to wait until it's high noon and turn on all of the lights in my house and turn the brightness up on my television to, like, the highest it can go before I could play a horror horror game right now. Because I am so jumpy. Even with just, like, even with non-horror games, I'm super jumpy. Like, if, if an enemy comes out of nowhere, I'm like, ah, god ah, like, just... So, for horror games, it's just... I think that if I were ever to do it on stream as well, I would have to advertise, I'm playing a horror game, turn down your volume, and get ready for streaming, basically, because it's just, I will absolutely be a screecher, because there's, yeah, I'm just, I'm an absolute coward when it comes to that, I'm so, so jumpy.
1: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I like one of my favorite horror game movies was when uh, friends and I were playing, uh, I think it was Silent Hill Downpour in front of this massive TV at night. Don't know how I got into this situation, it just happened. But what happened was basically because all the other three were like super scared. I had to play, and I was like, <laughs> "Guys, this is not fair!" And then I was like, "Come, let's just get it." And like, I walked like two meters or something, and then a jump scare happened. And like, I think that like, I like, I was more shocked because all around, like, everyone around me was just like, "Oh my goodness, what's happening?" And like, screaming and stuff.
0: And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm traumatized by this game. <laughs> oh my god! I, I actually, I had a friend dress up as um. I used to go to conventions quite a bit when I lived in Canada as well. And um, one, well, a couple of my friends also liked to cosplay too. I did mostly like people from animes, but um, a friend of mine and his girlfriend at the time were very big horror game lovers. Mm. So don't they just get dressed up into their cosplays and scare the absolute crap out of me because didn't didn't he just come out of his hotel room, not telling me that he had gotten dressed up in his cosplay yet either, as Pyramid Head, and she was one of the, like, dead, like, weird, like, wrapped-up nurses? I nearly peed. I nearly peed myself. Like, I, like, he just came out of nowhere. I was like, ah! Like, just, I, I ran back into my room and just slammed the door. And oh my and my God. friend Casey was just like, that was just John. Like, just calm yourself. Like, just, I was like, I wasn't expecting this. There's just, and the pyramid head costume was incredible as well. Like, they did an amazing job. Like, they they were having people, like, asking for pictures all day. And he stayed in character really, really well. But, yeah, it was just, it was the last thing I was expecting to come out of a hotel room at a freaking Double Tree Hilton at freaking seven o'clock in the morning. That was not that was not my expectation for my day. And that it took me a while to freaking come come away from being like super close to having a cardiac. <sighs> I can imagine like also like kudos
1: to your friends because like this could have been me like when it comes to jump scaring people I'm also like very in favor for that but oh legendary <laughs> even do it on
0: purpose I don't think either You just walked out of the room like I don't th- I they hadn't mentioned getting dressed yet but I I just I think that it was just the icing on the cake I don't think that they actually meant to scare me but it was just a lovely <laughs> surprise for them
1: amazing is there any type of game that you don't like or think is overrated?
0: Um, so, to be honest, if you had asked me this question like a couple of years ago, I would have had to say first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. But Alex actually got me into them when I was pregnant with our son because it was just I was just desperate to try new things and I was heavily pregnant, I looked like a beached whale, I didn't want to go out, but I wanted to like I don't know, I just wanted to try trying new stuff so he got me into Borderlands which which we're actually playing on stream Oh now my now. god, I love Borderlands. I it's
1: love Borderlands. so
0: good, isn't it? And what yeah, a good first a good. person shooter to get into. Like so to be honest, now it's just like I can't I honestly can't think of a genre that I'm not interested in. Like I, I mean, I don't really play MMOs, but that's not even so much like a choice that I've actively made. It's just Not really having a lot of people that are kind of on the same, like, uh, at the same time, like, would be available to play with me. Like, I so I don't really mind MMOs. I don't mind racing games. Again, with horror, I would like to play them, but I'm a massive coward. Like, I love RPGs. I love puzzle games, farming games, like, simulators. I like The Sims. Like, I, I honestly think that with the right game, any genre can be good like i think just just about any any game any genre can be good um i don't think at this point in my life i don't think that there's one genre that i wouldn't try just because, like I said, like, if you had asked me, like, a few years ago, I probably would have been, like, eh, first-person shooters. But that was also mostly not any fault of first-person shooters. It was also because I suck at them. Like, I was, <laughs> it was mostly just a, screw these games, I'm terrible. Like, I hate them. And I'm still not very good at them. But, like, at this point now, I suck with style and I'm having fun with it. So... It's just kind of like you know what like I just I I took the chance and now I'm having tons of fun with them and I'm glad that I did so it was a good it was a really good learning experience for me because I had cut out a whole genre of games just because I sucked at them and all it took was like a good teacher which is what Alex was even though he is a little bit harsh with me sometimes but (laughs) all it took was a good teacher to like show me the ropes and i finally was like you know what like this is good this is fun like i i can do this so to be honest i i would i can't really think of um any really type of games that that i think are overrated or anything like that so long as everybody's having fun with it i think that there's no such thing as an overrated game because if it's seen as overrated, it's just because lots of people like it. Like I think that like over the term overrated might get used um too often a bit with like you see with like people that are like, ooh, I only like indie games. Like the super popular stuff is super overrated. And it's like, whoa, it's popular because it sells a lot, because a lot of people like it. So you wouldn't really it's not overrated because it's good and that's why People like it. And I think with things like video games and with television, movies, books, like if it's out there and it's being sold, it's because somebody likes it. And so long as people are having fun with it, I think that's the like end of most important part of video games is that people are having fun and like just having a good time, whether it be by themselves or with others like that is that is the the point. like as far as I see it like that is the whole point of video games so as long as people are having fun I think yeah that's that's like the most important thing thank you so much for
1: sharing this this is absolutely great because um yeah like to be honest like the only thing that I do when it comes to like in brackets overrated stuff is sometimes I'm a bit overwhelmed when something is like extremely hyped because I'm always like I kind of like always need my own time and my own pace to like get into something sometimes so when someone is basically like trying to force something into my face like look it's out it's so amazing i'm like cool cool i haven't even caught up with like all the other twenty thousand
0: things like I'll, I'll be there in like two years <laughs> yeah it's exactly like it's just there's i i'm a big big believer in like patient gaming which is and there's there's actually like a reddit group um for it as well which is basically people who are really far behind with new consoles and new games because it's just they just don't have the time or mm. the money to be keeping up with all of the new fads. So mm. you see people on there like there's there's people on there that have only just bought the PlayStation Three because it's oh my God, just that's amazing it, exactly and it's just and and they're getting all of this all of this, like, support from other patient gamers saying, like, oh, like, instead of saying, like, oh, just get a new, just get a new console, like, when they go in there and they say, hey, I got my PS3, like, what are some good games that you would recommend? That, like, that group just comes together and is like, oh, this is, like, this is a list of the classics, but here's some games that maybe you might not hear about in the media and stuff because maybe they didn't do as well, but it's actually quite good, like, a diamond in the rough sort of thing, like, it's basically just a huge community of people that are happy with either just playing the classics just because they feel like it or they just can't keep up with the like out with the old in with the new attitude um, which is very much prominent like within within the electronics world whether it be with video games with televisions like with with the handhelds obviously with like phones computers that sort of thing like unfortunately some people can't just can't keep up with that and as far as I'm concerned like these people shouldn't be left in the dust like they're as much gamers as the rest of us and I mean like I said like I don't even have one of the new consoles either and to be honest I only know a couple of people that do and it's just yeah it's just the the way I see it is if somebody prefers to just play their PlayStation 2 or or their original Xbox they don't want any new consoles like who freaking cares? Like, I, like nobody's going to give anybody shit for only reading like Jane Austen and Shakespeare. Like, it they're the classics for a reason. Like, that's good stuff. Like, like that, like that's the stuff that we're told to read in school and stuff because it is legit the classics. So, why would you give somebody crap for not reading the newest? releases for books like you don't really see that as much but with electronics it's like if you don't keep up you're left in the dust and i don't i don't think that that's really fair because i mean the the old stuff is what brought us to the new stuff and the old stuff is just it's i don't know it's it's just if you completely bypass it just because it's old then you're missing out on some really good games like some really incredible things and Personally speaking, I'm going to be going backwards a little bit. After I'm done Dark Cloud on Monday, I'm going to be going to the, like, Final Fantasy games. And I'm going to be starting with seven and just going on order. Yeah, I I honestly, I'm so embarrassed. When I was younger, I assumed that all the Final Fantasy games had to be played in order. I don't remember when, <laughs> when I finally was told, like, hey, that's not the case. They're all basically standalone games. And I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. So I have never played through a whole Final Fantasy game. So I'm really looking forward going in blind playing through them. So I'm gonna start with seven. I've got seven, eight, and nine downloaded already. I'm probably gonna buy like ten and ten, two. Um, I've got twelve on there as yeah, well. Yeah. Age 12. just came. It's it's so I've I've been watching Daniel at Crazy Clay Gaming's been playing it and just as he's been playing it, I'm like sitting here thinking like, oh my god, this game looks so incredible, but also just wanting to punch myself in the face for having missed out on all of these glorious final fantasy games just because i was under the apparently very wrong impression that they had to be played in order like i just it was so embarrassing but i'm so glad that now i'm getting that chance so i it's it's going to be a super super interesting it's it's going to be a really interesting thing for me but yeah it's just I think a lot of people discount the older games and especially like some of the younger generation. I'm not going to turn this into a like, eh, 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 kids these days suck. but <laughs> <laughs> because, because we basically just have have this like mentality of like, again, out with the old and with the new. We're not giving a lot of people in like newer generations the chance to like look at old games and be like, huh, you know what, actually, that looks pretty good. Like, maybe I will try that out, even though it's on a friggin' Nintendo 64 instead of the new like PlayStation 35 or something. You know what I mean? Like I just I think that that we need to not give people shit. Like it's just you you either have people that are like, oh like I'm just a retro gamer and then they get they they have like their whole personality kind of like ties into that, which is great. But I feel like there's not enough people that play like a lot of new games that feel comfortable going into the old ones and I feel like it's mostly younger people that feel that way and because like a lot of people my age are very back and forth as well but yeah I just I feel like they're they're missing out on so many great games and it's because they're not given the opportunity to and I think it's mostly as well like a lot of a lot of them thinking like oh well if I play these old games I'm gonna look like an old geezer and it's like no you're allowed to you're allowed, you're allowed to play these. Please don't, don't discount your experience just because you think that it looks old as hell. Cause it is old as hell. Just, just try it, just give it a chance.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely agreeing on that part. If you could choose any type of game to live in this world, like in the, uh, in the world of the game and be part of it, which game would it be and why? And also who would you be in that world?
0: Hmm, so I would have to probably say, oh god, this is, this is actually really difficult, because so many of the games that I'm thinking of, like, I would be dead so fast, like, but, <laughs> but it's just like, at the same time, like, if I didn't die super fast, it would be really interesting. I think I'm probably gonna have to bring it back to Dragon Age, because it's just... The lore is incredible. I think that I would probably... Even even knowing that the lot of mages in Dragon Age isn't the best. They aren't treated fantastically. To be able to have a connection with what they call the Fade. Which is like the other side. Like having a connection with the Fade is how mages use their magic. So... To be able to be a mage, I think, in Dragon Age, and in particular, probably, like, an elven mage, because I think at that point, like, I'd be, like, with a traveling band of, like, the Dalish elves, and then at that point being trained to be, like, a keeper, um, I think that it would just be absolutely incredible, but to be perfectly honest, I think it also comes down to the fact that There are so many characters within that game that I wish I could befriend in real life. Like, in particular, there's one called Varric Tethrys, and he is a dwarf um, who uses a crossbow that he has aptly named Bianca um, after a woman he used to be in love with. Well, not used to, still in love with her. And he is... He is a raconteur of sorts. Like, he basically... he In the second game, he lives in a, essentially a pub and just tells stories, like, constantly. And another character that you're kind of, like, friends with in the game as well, she very accurately says that most of his stories start with the words, No shit, there I was. <laughs> I love that. That sounds amazing. (laughs) It's just, he's incredible. And like, I always, in the games, I find that I cannot, no matter what kind of a character I'm playing, when he's with me, I cannot make any decisions that I think are going to upset him. Because He is, like, I I would honestly say, like, within those games, he is my best friend. And I will move heaven and earth for that freaking dwarf. I will do anything for that dwarf. That freaking, that code on my television, I will do anything for that man. So it's just, I have such an emotional connection, in particular with that character, that anytime something bad happens in the game that has to do with him, I'm heartbroken. I once made a decision that like, I had to make, so he wasn't really angry at me, but he was just sad in general. And I was like, no, Merrick, I'm sorry, but he was devastated. And I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, I've hurt my best pal.
1: This sounds like some of the dramatic endings that I had in, like... <laughs> some of the games i've played like i think dragon age is a good choice like to be honest like from all the people that like my flatmate she's a big dragon age fan shout out to v on this point um and i only heard good things like i don't think i've ever heard someone say like you shouldn't play this or like it's not that type of game to play like i'm really excited to dive into this world like once i finally hit my gaming stage again when all like the the stuff for my artist stuff is soon in this phase of like, hey, this is some kind of like holiday. Now I can just spend like 12 hours in front of the computer again and
0: Absolutely. just game.
1: <laughs> yeah. So thank you for sharing this. I've got one last question. Is there any game you haven't played yet that you look forward to or any release you look forward to?
0: So I would have to say there's a couple of releases, like if we're talking about things that I know for a fact are going to be out quite soon. Um, there's actually a game that's coming out at the end of this month called Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. So it's a farming simulator. Um, basically, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of the Harvest Moon games, which are farming simulators. Now, yes. Exactly. So, Love that. So Story of Seasons is the harvest moon of... Now, because what happened was Natsumi and Marvelous ended up splitting a while back. So uh, Natsumi kept the name of Harvest Moon, um, but they no longer had the devs. So all of the current Harvest Moon games are not up to snuff, at least personally speaking, and obviously a lot of like older fans as well. None of them are interested in the new Harvest Moon games because the devs are gone. Um, so they're making them under the Harvest Moon name, but they are not reminiscent of the old games at all. Like, not not even close. It's, it's like, you can call it dessert, but it's still a ham sandwich. Like, mm. it's not remotely the same thing. So basically, when they split, Marvelous um, continued making the games, but they had to name them Story of Seasons because they did not have the rights to the name. So a lot of people... Um, that don't realize about the split are continuing to play Harvest Moon games going, what the hell? Like, why does this not feel like the way that it used to? And that's because Story of Seasons has the devs. Those Harvest Moon, like, feels, those those games that, like, that, I don't know, that that touched people back in the day, those are with Story of Seasons now. So I'm super stoked to be playing that one. It's, um, it'll be the... Fourth story of seasons game that I've owned they've got like a bunch others out as well that are that are also quite good um but I'm also very much looking forward to uh May the 14th I believe is when the Mass Effect remaster is coming out so I had been considering last year playing through Mass Effect because obviously Dragon Age is Bioware so is Mass Effect and I was like you know what like I'm gonna try this out But within the gaming community, I started hearing whispers of, like, ooh, like, maybe they're thinking of making a remaster. I'm like, you know what? Like, I've not played any of the Mass Effect games, so it's not going to kill me to wait a little bit longer and see where these whispers go. Then, all of a sudden the whispers kind of turned into a reality and they were like, yes, we're doing a remaster but we haven't announced when it's going to be out yet. So I was like, okay, well, it's a for sure, it's a done deal, they're doing it, so now I'm definitely going to wait. I'm definitely going to wait and we'll see what happens. And then when they announced May the 14th, I was like, F yes, I'm going to play through all of Dragon Age and when I'm done playing through all of the Dragon Ages again and doing all of the DLC, I'm going to buy the remaster and I'm going to play Mass Effect. So I'm super stoked for that as well. But um, when it comes down to games that, God, I don't even know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be 50 by the time these come out. Obviously, the new Elder Scrolls, God knows when that's going to happen because they've not even announced a title for it yet. But it's happening at some point between now and hopefully the end of the universe and hopefully I'm alive for it. Um, And, of course, there has been a lot of announcements and stuff for a new Dragon Age game. They did a really fantastic kind of, like, teaser trailer where you could hear um, Varric talking. And there was another one where you could hear Solas from the last game talking. And it's just for anybody that has played the Trespasser DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition they know to hear soulless it's like oh like oh this guy F this guy like but it's it's going to be super super interesting to see what they do with the new Dragon Age game and hopefully that comes out before I'm like dead as well but those two no no announcements no no release dates as to like when it's going to be out but they're clearly working on them and and I'm very like on edge anticipating when that's going to happen but I'm stoked about those as well but I'd say story of seasons and Mass Effect those are within the the very Near future, so those are things I'm excited about. Like right now,
1: amazing! That sounds so great. Yeah, thank you for answering all these amazing questions. We are moving on to the section called the Total Truth, where my guest has the chance to say up to three three truths that are true to them, and I can do nothing about it. So, Amanda,
0: take it away. So, I would say one of my big truths is. Um, I would say for the people that think that farming games are not real games like that anybody that only plays like farming games or Sims that they are not real gamers you can kiss the fattest part of my ass um, the way I see it is if it's a game and people like it and people enjoy it people like they're a gamer let people like things um, my second one um is for those people that like the Dragon Age series but are like super um super hard on the second game and I will say yes I know that it got pumped out way too fast we all know that the devs got worked to death for a game that was subpar compared to the first one but it's a freaking good game and shut up and leave Fenris alone <laughs> <laughs> Um, and for the third one, I'm going to go with something that you said before, because I know that it's quite, um, I know that it's confrontational for a lot of pizza enjoyers, but I do think the pineapple belongs on pizza. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. I think that it's great. I think that it adds a little bit of sweet tang to something that's otherwise savory. And I think it's freaking delicious.
1: Thank you so much for these truths. I really enjoyed that. That was so unapologetic, and I love that. Like, this is what the section is about, and I love it. Okay, we are moving to the other part, which is the quick fire questions. These are very random. I I, like to be honest, like, now I would probably just structure these questions completely different, but I'm just gonna go for it anyway. So, gaming during the day or night? Night. Horror games or click-and-point adventure? (laughs) Click-and-point. PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. PlayStation 2 on Nintendo GameCube? PlayStation 2. This is a quite funny one to me, the next one. Uh, Nintendo Switch or Wii?
0: Oh, Nintendo Switch. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like, I know, right? (laughs) Like, this is quite funny. Um... Not sure if
1: you have played these, but I want to know your ups anyway. Assassin's Creed or God of War? God of War. Mm, (laughs) Nice. Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts? Mm, Final Fantasy. Witcher or Skyrim? Skyrim. Nice. This was it. Uh, We're coming to the last question of the day, which is worst and best Zodiac sign.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, God. So... uh... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and be all like, "Ooh, Libra's the best" because I'm a Libra. Um, I always. I don't know why, but I always had this like weird fasc- fascination with Gemini, uh, mostly because of the fact that I thought that it was so, like because Gemini's the twins, and I know that the Olsen twins are Gemini's. So when I was a kid, I just thought it was so cool. I was like, "They're twins, and they're the twins." Like, I don't know why. I just I thought that that was like so cool. So ever since then, I've always had this. Really weird fascination With Gemini Um And when it comes to worst ooh, Um Hmm I'm going to Have to say uh, I'm going to have to go with what Craig said before and I'm going to have to say Scorpio Only because Scorpions scare the crap out of me <laughs> That's, 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 that's <laughs> just because scorpions scare the bejesus out of me so that's that's the only reason that i can think of if it wasn't scorpio it would be capricorn because rams also scare me because they they look like they're literally like one bad day away from bludgeoning you to death with their own head
1: i mean that's a very fair point also thank you because i'm a gemini <laughs>
0: <laughs> you worked so well i didn't even know that <laughs> uh, we had all
1: kinds of situations on this before like people were saying like it's the worst or the best and like i love seeing the reactions when it's people that don't know that i'm a gemini like that's my favorite part (laughs) (laughs) uh genius yes thank you so much for being here today with me is there anything else that you want to say or like let let out
0: um i guess basically just for anybody that like decides that they kind of want to do streaming just Do your best. Try not to let, like, anything about it get you down. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you see, there's, I've seen so many streamers that are doing really, really well for themselves. Like, there's one in, um, there's this, like, particular, like, women's streamers group, and she's very popular on Twitch, and she's got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers, and she actually showed us her growth chart. And when she started in, I want to say it was, like, 2019, she had, like, 400 followers, So it was, like, she, like, it took her years to get to where she was. And it's just, I feel like there's a lot of people that get started that think, like, oh, like, why aren't I growing fast enough? Why don't people want to watch me? Why don't people want to see me? Like, they look at those numbers and they think, I'm not good enough, so I'm just going to quit. And it's, like, yeah, like, you know what? Like, you might not end up being a famous streamer or even, like, a slightly famous streamer, but if that's the only reason why you're doing it, then then maybe it's not necessarily for you. You got to go in, have fun, hope for the best and just work hard, like make connections, meet people, support others, like and just just have fun with it. If it's only if you're only going into it thinking I want to make X amount of money, I want to have X amount of followers. I want to get all of this really expensive gear. I want this. I want that. If you're only thinking about what you can get out of it rather than what you can give, there's not really a point in doing it. And at that point, maybe just play video games for fun. Because, I mean, that's what video games are for anyway. Like, it's just if, if all that's going to happen is, like, a ton of stress thinking, like, um I'm not doing what I want to be doing why isn't this working why isn't this working then at that point like you've already lost you've you've already ruined it for yourself and I find that that's when a lot of people not only quit streaming but kind of lose their passion for gaming and I think that is the worst part of it all. That's the most tragic part of it all is losing a hobby that's so incredible and is capable of so many things like bringing so many people together and creating so many friendships, losing that because of something like streaming. And it's just yeah, like I just I think that when it comes down to it, play video games because you want to play a game because you look at it and you go that is going to be fun and i cannot wait to spend my evening doing that not because you're thinking that might get me some followers or oh all of my friends are playing this game so i better play it no like you've got one life to live you've only got so much time in your life there's no point in spending your your precious time on things that don't bring you joy
1: absolutely preach (laughs) i love that because this yeah it's it's absolutely essential because also like from what i like saw when people go into like whatever they do with that kind of mindset it has a backlash at some point like exactly whether it's like You might have like this one minute success or like this, you know, one minute fame, as they say or whatever. But what kind of person are you at the end of the day if you don't do it like for the passion or the love that is behind it or like for the people that come in form of the community and stuff? Exactly. So absolutely right. What Amanda said, thank you so much for being here with me today. This has been absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I wish I could just like, you know, stri- dive into do gaming right away, but I've got so much to do. Anyways, Amanda will be back with me talking about Dragon Age, much yes. more into detail. And I'm really excited about that because I can't wait to hear more about this. And otherwise, as we said, like uh, we you can like all find her social medias in the description links. So go to Facebook, go to YouTube, Uh, Check her out and stuff and I hope wherever you are in the world. You have a wonderful amazing day And I'll see you next time on Gigi and Saji. Bye-bye If you can't get enough of us, don't you worry we got social media For you to contact us to talk with us to have questions to raise questions and to raise your voice towards us Gigi, which is me, you can find as Elsie Hamilton Arts on Instagram, as well as literally Elsie Hamilton, all around uh, the internet. Go to our site revolutionseries.com, and you can also find extended social media contacts when it comes to Ref Series. Saji, which is known as Abel, you can find on social media on Instagram under a certain name. We also drop the links in the description. Have fun, contact us, and have a good day.